Good morning, everyone. Today we talk about an update about a macro picture and let's see the six points in order. Pushing inflation to target now calls for a major recession. US economy outlook and risks, the China economy outlook and risks, and the European Union economy. Let's see a global macro outlook and what if the banking crisis is not over Nice to meet you and welcome to Macro and Business Insights. I am Alessandro, a financial analyst and specialize in financial markets research for over 10 years. If you are a lover of financial markets and macroeconomy too, I'm sure this is the best place for you. Pushing inflation to target now calls for a major recession. Bond yields rose after data showed a still tight US labor market. They think that keeps inflation sticky and makes Federal Reserve rate cuts this year unlikely. BlackRock expects a recession to help cool inflation, but think the Fed will stop hiking before it gets severe. BlackRock thinks market pricing is underappreciating persistent inflation and took advantage of the dip in expected inflation in March to up our overweight. The Fed is sticking to a hiking rate to get inflation down to target, even as financial cracks start to appear. They think the Fed will eventually stop hiking when the damage becomes more apparent. That means it won't have done enough to create the deep recession needed to achieve its financial goal. So it will be living with some above target inflation. They think the market pricing in repeated rate cuts suggests investors are underestimating inflation persistence and expecting central banks to come to the rescue. Always BlackRock thinks policy rates are near their peak, yet they, they don't see the Fed coming to the rescue with rate cuts. The central banks are instead engineering a slowdown that would push it up the unemployment rate and bring down wage growth. The Fed's own projections call for one percentage point increase in the unemployment rate by the end of the year. Inflation remains too high, but the primary driver has switched from goods to services because services prices tend to be more persistent than good prices. That rotation means inflation is likely to stay higher for longer. Rate hikes from earlier this cycle are already waiting on activity, most notably in the housing market. Allianz Bernstein expects that impact to persist and for the slowdown to broaden into other sectors of the economy. Rate hikes are set to continue, and the rapid pace of monetary tightening is yet another reason to expect growth to slow. If inflation doesn't fall, as expected, the Fed's plan to raise rate rates to not only moderately above neutral will be at risk, but and every rate hike increases the odds of a hard landing. Commodity prices pose two side risks. Falling gasoline prices were a welcome relief over the summer, but geopolitics remain uncertain. And prices could go either up or down from here. 
China's economic growth has rebounded in the third quarter after a significant contraction in the second one, but the magnitude of the rebound has been weaker than expected so far. This is primarily because of slower recovery in the private demand due to multiple shocks, including the resurgence of COVID-19, hot weather, suspension of mortgages, payments and power shortages. One key difference from the post-COVID rebound in 2020, when the housing recovery was synchronized with other drivers, was that housing investment didn't rebound following the April shock, but continued to weaken significantly. Private investment recovery in the manufacturing sector has also been weaker. On the other hand, government supported investment, like infrastructure investment and high-end manufacturing has been strong and accelerating in recent months. This tackle war between still dlashish, private demand and stronger public demand has been driving growth dynamics in recent months. Therefore, to achieve sustainable recovery, it's important for the government to support private demand so far as possible and especially to stabilize housing activity in the meantime continue strong financial support is also much needed material uncertainty remains around COVID-19 developments although our baseline assumes no more outbreaks like Shanghai's and less draconian local restrictions slower and or weaker than expected recovery in housing activity if sentiment around the sector doesn't improve or even get worse could pose downside risks for growth alliance bernstein expects the euro area economy to slide into recession in the coming quarters real incomes are falling in the face of a massive natural gas price shock that is pushing inflation to unacceptable levels the risk of fuel rationing as winter approaches is very real and would make an already unpleasant outlook even worse there are no good options for the european central bank on the table high inflation has been largely commodity based but is now developing into a broader phenomenon and this is forcing higher policy rates just as the growth outlook deteriorates. The ECB has no choice. Its inflation fighting mandate dictates that it continues with higher rates, though we expect that the central bank will reverse curve sooner than most peers in 2023. Fiscal policy will likely do what it can to easy pain on households. Always Alliance Bernstein hopes that means targeting support programs that keep houses warm and businesses open in the winter. But if natural gas supplies are durably disrupted by the war in Ukraine, fiscal policy alone won't be enough and economy will slide still further. The near picture suggests that inflation will remain elevated in the US, core inflation, excluding energy and food, is set to outpace headline inflation, driven largely by increasing shelter costs. Allianz Burstein always believes that the roughly 20% rise in home prices over the last year has yet to be fully felt in the inflation data. 
in the um, during the global financial crisis 2007-2008 uh, cycle, it wasn't until 15 months after home prices peaked that shelter inflation began to move lower. If that experience repeats in this cycle, it won't be until next summer before shelter inflation moves lower. And shelter is the largest category within the inflation basket. The labor market remains strong as well, and that should keep services prices elevated. Allianz Bernstein expects price pressure from services to be sufficient to keep overall core inflation elevated, even though goods prices are decelerating as global supply chains reboot and energy prices decline. Moody's assumed the worst of the crisis is over. And while the fallout on credit and economic growth will be meaningful, it will not be enough to tip the economy into recession. But what if the banking crisis is not over? Um, Moody's in this scenario um, let us to know that there are two alternative scenarios. The first one is that assumes that the current calm in the financial system is brief. There are more bank failures and depositors quickly lose faith that they will be made whole by the government and the deposit runs restart. The banking system significantly tightens its underwriting standards and restricts credit to households and businesses. In the second one scenarios, Moody's assume that the crisis abates for a while, but inflation remains persistent, forcing the Federal Reserve to continue raising interest rates, resulting in more losses on banks, security holdings, prompting more failures and bank runs late this year and early of the next one. Both scenarios depend on policymakers mistakenly failing to immediately fully backstop the banking system. The risk of additional bank failures due to similar asset liability mismatches remains, but has been reduced by the recent actions of bank managers and regulators. Thank you very much, guys.